You ready to rock and roll? I am ready to rock and roll. Moon River Rock. Moon River Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty good. Um, started a... Uh, my, my daughter, I think, was making fun of, the, of me because I was getting fat or something <laughs> uh, in like a six-year-old way, and it really took to heart. Um, turns out I'm, I'm emotionally... Uh, Fragile? Well, only when it comes to children mocking me. Uh, You know, adults, my my loved ones, no problem whatsoever. Uh, But as soon as a child... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) As soon as a child does it, it really shakes me to my core. Uh, Well, because you know, like, the child is coming from a place of absolute truth and innocence that, like, you know, when we mock each other, it's, you know, it's ironic and all that. Right, exactly. If a child says it, you know they really think that thing. Right. (laughs) So starting today... I'm, uh, you know, on a, on a mission to on a diet, like ch- straight diet or like, yeah, workout I don't, I don't or? like, uh, yeah. Like I think, uh, I don't like the term diet. Um, cause it just seems more temporary. So just are a we little, calling this a, uh, a life change, uh, chambers, weight loss journey. Yeah. I think a journey is probably the best way to <laughs> hashtag chambers, weight loss journey, three, se- 30 seconds into the show and we're <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> So right. that's a that's a real life wreck for you. That is, that is. Uh, <laughs> it was this morning, and I oh. literally have already taken steps to bettering myself. So wow, what'd yeah. you do? Uh, well, we can get into that in a little bit. Um, I, I I automatically downloaded a calorie tracking app to. Oh. That's that's where I really you know I think that's where I really lose it. Uh, is is not knowing how bad stuff in how bad stuff is when it's going in. So yeah. if I can put a number to it, maybe. So uh, back a couple, I guess, two years ago now, same thing was happening with me. And like we, me and my fiance, we did like Weight Watchers. And everybody made fun of me for it because they're like, oh, Weight Watchers is for chicks. But it was like no. you, it was exactly that. It was like I was drinking a lot of like Snapple and that was like my go-to yeah. drink. And you put that in and it was like you only get the way Weight Watchers worked is you get like 30 points for the whole day and you can eat whatever you want, but you right. got to stay within your stay points, stay point. right within your Q zone, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and uh, so like the Snapple was like nine points. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm drinking like six of these a day. Right. And so that's when I went to my seltzer water and flavored seltzers and I've drank them ever since. So I actually started tracking after lunch uh, for lunch or for for breakfast, I just had a couple of pieces of toast with some honey on it and like a black coffee. It was pretty pretty tame. That was the other change I made. No cream and sugar in my coffee anymore. It's all black. Black. I've been drinking black coffee for uh, a good five, uh, maybe eight years now. I, I'm a big fan. I prefer much much Same. more that way. Um, 
but like by lunchtime, I basically couldn't eat anything else for the day. After <laughs> like, uh, my wife came, they, the, my wife and kids went to the beach today, and they came home, and she's like, "What do you want for dinner?" I'm like, ah, "I don't think I can eat dinner today. I used it all up because I had pizza and wings for lunch." Oh my! <laughs> there was leftover pizza and wings. How can I pass that up? Yeah, you can't. No. Um, that's it. So yeah, so uh, I'm just skipping a meal now. <clears throat> that was that's Chambers' real life wrecked. Uh, from his daughter wow yeah that was pretty cuts me through the core yeah i have we're getting right into these uh the real life wreck segment here uh, yeah what do you got riggedy, riggedy. Rexon! i got a good one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got a good one so this weekend actually on thursday i made my way up to cape cod massachusetts um for uh, my buddy has a memorial golf tournament for his father every year, mm-hmm. and that was this weekend on Saturday. And so uh, I always go to it, and my fiance was going to come this weekend, and it was actually her first time she's ever flown alone, so that was a big thing. But I was able to work it out where I could go up there Thursday and work with my field trainer for work because I still had a couple days left to do with him on the on like my training program so i got you know the work flight up there paid for and all that oh really nice and a rental car so i on thursday i flew into boston and we uh and then i got a rental car drove down to the cape which is like an hour and a half from the airport right okay not too bad and so we worked for the day and then we went out we went out and so we were all over the place had a really fun night just a fantastic drunk adventure just basically what happens every time anybody goes out with me so (laughs) we wake up on friday and we were you know supposed to do all this stuff for work and like you know just together we were going to just sit in the hotel lobby bang out the stuff on our computers and he was going to kind of let me go early because my fiance was flying in and i was meeting everybody blah 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 right so he wakes up in the morning and goes oh crap i don't know what i did with my rental car key and he lost it and so he it was nowhere to be found he couldn't find it in any of his stuff i didn't have it it wasn't like locked in the car because we weren't driving we had one of my buddies pick us up and we took an uber home so like it wouldn't have been out in the car the car was locked all this stuff so we ended up on like a hangover style um search of cape cod retracing all of our (laughs) steps from the night before to try to find this key no luck right so now my buddy's got to he's got to figure out one how he's getting home which he lives in connecticut so it's like a three and a half hour drive uh and two what he's gonna do now because he's got a he's got a rental car there that he can't use he doesn't live there so he needs to either have a uh, spare key made or whatever so he we go to the airport hertz like in the little cave cod airport ask him what we need to do he's on the phone with them blah 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 he says uh or they tell him that he has to get the car towed to providence which is like two hours away and then he has to pay to get a spare key made which was like going to cost him like $500. And also the tow? And also the tow. So he's looking at a hefty bill here for this. So 
I'm like, look, so we there was one bar that was there was actually two bars that we went to that didn't open till like five o'clock. And they're like some of our favorite places to go when we're on the Cape. So I knew we were going to go there later in the weekend. So I said, look, you know, I'll call when they open and I'll see if they have them. And then when we go there Saturday night, I will check there um, and, you know, maybe I'll find it. So don't do anything now. And, you know, I'll go and see. And if if I find it, I'll just take your rental car back to the airport on Sunday. And I gave him my rental car to take home. So he drives my car all the way back to Connecticut, drops it off at the airport. Fine. Fast forward to Saturday night. After we called there, they said they didn't have it, blah, blah, blah. It's about midnight, and I'm just like, look, I'm just going to go ask the guy one more time. So I asked him, and he checked everywhere, and I found the key. So Really? So I'm like, okay, great news right so sunday morning we go to you know try to get to the uh airport and i'm like okay this is best case scenario so i had my buddy drop us off at the back at the hotel where we stayed on thursday and i was just going to take the car and go to the airport what he didn't tell me is he still had to have triple a come and basically break into the car because all of his personal effects were in it. <laughs> so when they did this, the alarm, the car alarm was going off and they couldn't get the car alarm to go off and uh, it killed the battery in the car. <laughs> so the battery in this car is dead and now I'm on a time crunch because I didn't plan for that. I planned to just show up, get in the car, go to the airport. We had to get jumper cables from my buddy and jump the car by the time we were able to do this i was late for my flight so we ended up not making our flight and ended up having to drive that rental car all the way back to pennsylvania which is almost an eight hour drive on sunday (gasps) and then i returned his rental car to my airport this morning Wow. So I was trying to be the good Samaritan and help my buddy out, not have him, you know, have to spend a thousand dollars out of his pocket to fix this mess. And I got wrecked. (laughs) That is crazy. Tell me that's not the craziest story and turn of events. I thought finding this key. Oh, this is so great. And then wrecked. No kidding. That's Mm -hmm. insane. So, I told you, you. I said to you before the show, I'm like, almost unbelievable. <laughs> like, ugh, that's so upsetting. Like, I'm very upset now. I think <laughs> you've ruined my day now. I don't know how that's possible. I, I don't, don't know, know what you would have done. You would have been so angry. You. <laughs> oh, I, first of all, it was nice of you to offer your, you know what I mean, the swap. Right. I mean, for, like, right off the bat, I'm like, that wouldn't be done. Like, I wouldn't have never have done that. <laughs> Um, but no, that, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's bananas. He owes me. No (laughs) doubt he owes you. Um, so the, and I, I technically got double wrecked because I paid for my fiance's flight that we ended up not taking. So that was just washed money. (laughs) Gone. (laughs) You know what I mean? So so upsetting. That was my, I, I actually, I, uh, over the weekend, um, 
I realized that I had a real life wreck from the weekend prior. Um, I was, uh, I, my, my youngest daughter, she's like one and she, she bit my leg this weekend. <laughs> and it was like excruciating. And I'm like, why does it hurt so much? And I realized that the weekend she's a vampire, she obviously a, a is a vampire. Um, but B, uh, I was at the, um, I was at a rib fest slash midway the weekend before, you what know, it was a midway. It's like a, like a carny carnival, you know, like a, you know, like a, um, we don't not have that term here. Midways? No. Yeah. No. I've what do you guys call them? Carnivals or whatever? Yeah. Carnivals. Like with the shitty rides. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We call it like a carnival. Yeah. Carnival. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think we, we use a couple of different terms, but yeah. Chili con carnival. Midway is the one I, I was, uh, I was used to. So we're there and we're having a good time. Uh, we eat some, we eat some barbecue, we eat some ribs, all that fun stuff. And we do some, some rides and like my oldest, she, you know, she's, she's never been on these rides before and she's super excited. Uh, but an adult has to go with her. So I'm getting excited myself. I'm like, budge, I haven't done this in a long time. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to start going. So we do, you know, we do the, the, um, the, what's the big one? The, 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 the wheel, the, <laughs> the the main staple of the carnival is the ferris wheel right that's what it's called yeah yeah so we do the ferris wheel and that's fine and then my wife goes with her on something and my wife doesn't look too hot afterwards she's she's feeling a little ill we also have a belly full of uh you know barbecue and inside right so she sees this insane one where it's like it spins and then it's got the wheel on the inside that you can spin so you're like double spinning you know what I'm talking about? Does this make yep. sense to you? So we go on there and, uh, you know, it starts spinning. And I look at her. I'm like, hey, check this out. And I give the wheel a crank and it just starts spinning and immediately regret my decision. I'm like, I'm going to throw up on all these children right now. Oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, you know, in my head, I'm like, OK, you just got to focus in on one thing and, you know, just just don't look at anything else. So I do that. And both me and my daughter are for like 10 minutes are just dead eyed locked at, you know, in each other's eyes because I think both of us feel like we're going to throw up. So finally comes to an end. I realize, okay, I'm not going to throw up. It's fine. I'm a little woozy, but it's okay. And I look down and like the, the little safety, you know, the safety harness that, that hooks you in. I was trying to figure out how to get, you know, how does it come off? And as soon as the thought crosses my mind, like, Hey, how does this come off? It automatically just shoots back. Mm -hmm. Like, I, there must be some sort of trigger that the carnies are pushing. My legs happen to be just stretched right out. And the, the bar that was across from me crushes my leg. Um, like immediately mm -hmm. just shoots pain throughout the whole thing. But I'm also super nauseous. And so it doesn't really phase me at that time. Like my, my, the nausea is more, you know, more powerful than the pain in my leg. So I actually had to get, I got a, I had, so this weekend I went to the doctors and they took a, like a little x-ray of it and I had a, like a freaking fracture, uh, like a hairline fracture in my, like in my leg because no of this stupid thing. Yeah. Freaking Carney almost killed me. He looked like he was, you know, tweaked out on, um, some sort of MDMA or ecstasy, I would think. Cause he was dancing like a fiend. Holy crap. Yeah. It was crazy, but you know, it's all right. Well, good. Now it's good thing she bit you. Yeah, she bit me right on the on the crack, and I'm like, it like it was insanely painful. Uh, so yeah, not not great. But wow, well, no cast much, needed though. So that's good. This is how much our lives suck. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Carnies are, are, are ruining my weekends uh, even after I see them. So not great. Hey, uh, are we a crypto podcast or? <laughs> I think so. I don't even know anymore. Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been Talking Crypto with Wrecked Podcast. Yeah. Uh, in other, actually, also, just one more thing about crypto, uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> I think that fulfills our commitment. Right? Yeah, I think that classifies us as a crypto podcast now. There so. you go. Done. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that you- was uh, How Much Our Lives Suck by Chamber and Bunchu. Yeah. And... We could get to some news now, I guess, huh? I think so. I think so. All right. Let's get to the news. You got us, Chambers? I got you. And I love talking about exit scams. Um, Coindesk has uh, has put out this article uh, today. Exit scams uh swindled 3.1 billion from crypto investors in 2019 and let's not forget we are only in mid-august so lots of time to hit that five billion dollar mark um i know it's crazy right this is from coindesk.com uh the gentleman that wrote this is william foxley i feel like we should credit the uh the uh, authors of the of the articles as well. I don't think we do that. I think we should. So this is from William Foxley. Uh, Cryptocurrency crime made good money last quarter, although less than the first quarter of 2019. Uh, According to an initial release of Cypher's Trace Q2 2019 cryptocurrency anti-money laundering report to Coindesk, aggregate crypto losses reached 4.3 billion this year. Uh, hacking thefts amounted uh, 125 million, adding to the tw- uh, to, uh, to the 2019 total of 227 million. Um, so hacks um, account for less than exit scams, which is great. Uh, the 227 excludes the Quadriga CX hack of 195 million um, that was stolen in Q1. Um, so I don't know why they've excluded that. So maybe they're classifying that one as possible exit scam as well. Mm. Um, so given that cipher traces, uh, prices estimations are set at the time of the initial reporting, current valuations would be much higher. Um, so cipher traces, uh, cipher trace further claims 2019 may be the year of the exit scam with 3.1 billion stolen through exits and other, and another 874 million in misappropriated funds. Uh, these, num- these numbers, cipher trace notes are only preliminary and there are numerous other allegations under investigation. So, interesting stuff. Um, I don't know. Exit scam. I feel. I feel it. Like, are we classifying projects that basically, you know, had to close down shop because there was no more money? Uh, is that an exit scam? You know what I mean? Like, if your shitcoin goes to zero because there's no more money to pay devs or to pay for an office or you know what I mean? Right. Is that an exit scam? I don't know. I, I don't I don't think I would qualify that as an exit scam. So when you said three point one billion, I was like, okay, what what are they what are they classifying as scams? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the thing. I, would you qualify that as a scam? That's why I don't like the term exit scam. Um yeah, because to me, scam seems to me like you take everybody's money, you delete your website immediately, immediately and run away too. Right, and like yeah. it shouldn't take any more than like two months, from start to finish, from like ICO to exit scam. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of these projects have been around for a long time, you know, years in some cases. And if they shut their doors down, uh, you know, are we classifying that as an exit scam or because I feel like I feel like, you know, if you're an angel investor or any sort of, of you know, venture capitalist, if if you're what do they say? Nine out of 10 are going to fail. Mm-hmm. Are they exit scamming you? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know? Correct, um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, it doesn't give a clear definition or a clear definition of what the exit scam, um, you know, describes, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if they were including some of those in there. Yeah. I, I don't think I would classify those as exit scams. Right. And I mean, off the top of your head, I can only think of a couple that were true exit scams. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't remember their names now, but there was the one where the guy like... Deleted the, or changed the website and Picture? just like, yeah. Like a penis or something like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yep. Classic exit scam. Like, yep. that's what you need. Like, that to me is an exit scam. So, okay, this is a, this actually kind of goes hand in hand a little bit. So, this comes from a website called Trust Nodes, and you can, you can decide to, we're going to play judge, jury, and executioner, I guess, here today. Uh, is this foul play or FUD or news? Where Because I'm not sure what this qualifies as, right? So the article, it's been going around Twitter um, all day today. It says, half a billion wiped out as Chainlink devs dump. So um, we all know that Chainlink, as of July 1st, went crazy crazy parabolic up to i think over five dollars five dollars and ten cents did you have any chain link i did not no well so that's probably because you would have had to have a um you probably would have had to been involved like from the ico so this happened like this pump happened when they were listed on coinbase so they were listed on coinbase at on uh july 1st so coinbase pump you know, back in the days of old, it went from $2.92 to about $5.10. So since then, it's been in a pretty rapid decline. Currently, the price is at $2.37. So uh, basically, this article says some $600 million worth of paper value link tokens have vanished amid what appears to be continuous selling off by the dev team. Um, this chain link was ICO'd in 2017, um, which back then at that, I guess, valuation, they raised $32 million. And um, it says that the team has 650 million link with um only about 350 million circulating out in the wild. Um, so then, you know, obviously this 10x rise, blah, blah, blah. Now people are pissed because it looks like the Chainlink team um, started pub- or started selling off their tokens. Um, they published a statement um, after this pump that says... We do sincerely appreciate our community's continued support and understanding as we expand the number of people working on Chainlink. And we will, of course, do our best to ensure that our expansion plans are accomplished responsibly, carefully managing the company's resources, capital, and link. So this is 
kind of an opinion, I guess, piece here um, and could be taken as some FUD. But basically, the person writing this is saying, well, what that sounds like is, hey, we raised $32 million less than a year ago or less than two years ago, uh, but we're going to sell all of our shit. And so they posted these charts with like uh, 700000 at a time being sold off. And, uh, and so... And then all of the EtherScan uh, transfers from the Chainlink, and it says some for some 40 days, Chainlink has, seems to have been selling by going through a small chain of addresses on Binance and blah blah blah. Um, and I, I don't know. That's what they're that's what they're saying here. So, is this foul play or is this? being responsible uh you know people are upset and you can go through uh like i said there's a ton of articles i said to you before there's like people posting on reddit that you know they've uh been ruined financially because of this and i think the funniest part of this whole post slash article is the comments section the first one on august 11th from someone named rory says take this article down immediately or there will be consequences <laughs> and then the top developer well actually sorry i can't verify this is actually him but somebody with that posted under the name of the top developer just said we sold the top keck. <laughs> <laughs> Why uh, I want that to be so true. If that, uh, <laughs> I yeah. want that to and be then so a lot bad. of people, a lot of people are calling, uh, calling this article FUD. Somebody then posts, I like, I lost, <laughs> I thought this was a funny comment. I lost my wife's boyfriend's son's college fund on this. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so there's like, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, foul play, responsible, uh, setting up for their future, or, you know, what do you think? I think crypto is a dangerous game. Um, I would agree. I, I mean, is this much different than what Charlie Lee did uh, back in 2017? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> um, you know, he sold, he sold the tippy top on, on Litecoin. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, if we were in a, I think it's okay. I think if we were in a bull market, like a, you know, you know, if it was all like crazy alt season and they sold the very top, cause you know, I'm assuming Chainlink will probably do a higher, uh, will have a higher all time high than whatever what, the $5 you said it was right. At some point it probably will come back and, and be higher than that. Um, that sounds very optimistic. I, you know, these, not that it's a scam, but we always say, you know, scams pump the hardest. Right. And the, and specifically these, you Again, know, coins. This, hold on. I just want to be clear. This is a, right. this post or this article seems like a very op-ed piece. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? So it seems fuddy to I, me. I, but. I, I think a lot of, you know, coins and tokens that have these big uh, communities, Chainlink being one of them, um, will probably always do pretty well. Like your Tron, like again, not, I'm not saying it's the Ripple. same, but your Ripples, your Trons, your Verge, your, you know, uh, Raven, again, not in the same, you know, shout out to all my Raven people out there. Again, not putting it in the same um, quality uh, you know, category, but as far as the 
the group surrounding it is is pretty big. Um, so you know those types of things will should do well. Uh, let's call it the network effect. The network effect. I like that. Yeah. Um, so I think Chainlink will have a network effect. Um, so we'll see. I think selling where they sold isn't as egregious as some of the other. I think the part that is maybe foul here is it sounds like their distribution has the team and chain link holding a vast majority of these tokens right where it says you know the chain link team has 650 million links when the circulating supply is only 350 million so if that's the truth right if that's the case and you don't have a lockup schedule on these devs tokens or anything like that then you can call the top if you're ch if you're if you're link right <laughs> you know right. if you start selling your 650 million when you decide it's going to hit five dollars or when it's when it's five dollars you kind of call the top there right and that's potentially dangerous for investors so i think part of you know uh when you're investing in these tokens and coins uh i think fundamental analysis is key here with and your token economics is key and you need this is the fear for uh these potential exit scams where the team's holding tons of tokens with no lockup schedule or, or like something like ripple where they have or like huge pre-mines or things like that you know what i mean no, exactly. I think you're 100% right. So uh, just be careful. Do uh, DYOP. Do your own podcast and yeah, do, absolutely. Do some, re <laughs> do do some research um, and be careful out there. I think you said it right. Uh, crypto is a dangerous game sometimes. Um, <laughs> crypto is a liar sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> So right. specific reference <laughs> <laughs> that nobody's gonna get, but I know you will get. Uh, and then this is people we... don't understand where it comes from. And then I think that's funny. <laughs> I uh, also think that's very funny. Um, it comes from Always Sunny. What else? Do you, what yeah, else? Do we there's do? only like three things we reference people. So I mean, if you're not, you should probably go binge watch all of It's Always Sunny if you haven't already, and you'll get ninety percent of the references we'll do. Yes. <laughs> pretty much yeah there's a lot of episodes so a lot to choose from <laughs> i know all right what uh, that's gonna do it for us for news i think so yeah I, I feel like that's a good amount of news for today all right that's good uh, that covers our crypto uh responsibilities for this podcast I think, yes right? yes <laughs> so we're going to move on to one more one more segment here yeah i think so i think we have okay. a, i think we have a good segment coming up here one more segment we did it last week with chamber we're gonna do it today with myself oh wait oh we have two do, we, no, got we two. do have two more segments yeah. okay we'll start with this one we'll do it today with myself and that is defend that tweet the defense is not back mom hey let's get our energy going at the defensive end All right, so I'm on the defense today. You are on the defense today. Oh boy! So this is from August. Is, do I have a do I have a tweet pattern like you did? No. Okay. Your, yours is very like a reasonable person. You're you're a reasonable tweeter. Um, 
it's funny because I would get urged after you mentioned that I, I noticed the urge comes at around that time. I don't know what it is. I'm just sitting on the couch. There seems to be a lull in activity around 745 during the week. So you'll probably see another one from me today. So this <laughs> is from August 2nd. Um, it is a GIF. I'm going to use your word because um, you say GIF. And I, like I say that. GIF. Do you say GIF? I think I think I say GIF more than anything, but I'm going to I'm converting to GIF. Um, Thanks. <laughs> on your behalf. Uh, it's a gif of Nelson Mandela smiling um, eloquently. Uh, it says, one day, one is. <laughs> years from now, people will be talking about the Mandela effect in terms of Coin Yeezy's BTC versus BSV timeline. Um, I thought this was a, a A-plus tweet. Um, <laughs> uh, Yeezy actually retweeted it uh, and said, you cannot trust your memories. Uh, so <laughs> even further, uh, causing some, 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 some fogginess, some haziness in the memory of crypto Twitter. Um, I will always remember coin easy as a BS, as a BSV, uh, aficionado, but, uh, yes. But if you, if you go back to our recorded recorded episode oh, of the podcast. Is it even there anymore? Is it even there anymore? That's the <laughs> That would be that would be hilarious where all of a sudden you go and like delete that episode from our archives Absolutely. and there's no record of him ever talking bitcoin on the show. <laughs> that is that's a that's an A plus tweet. I so what was date was this? This was August 2nd. August 2nd. So yeah. that was just last week. Yeah. Why were we up in arms about the Mandela effect that day? There was, it was going around Twitter for. Was there? Uh, yeah, there was something. Or we were talking about it on the podcast. I think we were talking about it on the show. But what would, what, I don't remember what it was I, about. I feel like but, we talk about it enough. I forget. Yeah, we do. I forget but, what it was specifically. Did we have a, a conspiracy theory guy that was. Yeah, like, was it, was oh, it Ben? It might, it might have been Ben's episode. And then, you know, so the thing is, when I first started in crypto, Coin Yeezy was, you know, Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. Right. And he was one of the first people I talked to about Bitcoin. And he had given me some good advice about how to use wallets and all this stuff. He was right. our first guest on the show. And then I don't even know when it happened, but overnight it just became satoshi's vision tweets all the time all and the time I, I think they're ironic i don't even know anymore i <laughs> that, am that's what i mean i now my now it's i can't tell because they're such good tweets that you can't well tell it's, if and it's and it's not just not. easy it's also randy randy yeah and, and it's i am so confused and i don't want to sound stupid here uh, i tweeted out a couple of weeks ago um about their you know qu I don't want to say quote unquote project, but I'm going to say it anyways. Quote unquote project, Twitch. I have uh, no clue what it is either. <laughs> is it real? Is it a? Is I don't it, know. Are I feel, they messing I felt with like everybody? It was a meme, because you know. There's a whole website though. There's a whole like a, not a website, but a landing page at least. I mean that is, that's a long con. That, I mean, it is a long con. <laughs> it's pretty great. So shout out to Yeezy and Randy for, you know, shifting the uh, space time continuum of CT. And nobody because. The best part will be even if those tweets do exist somewhere, like his old Bitcoin tweets, if mm -hmm. he didn't if he didn't go and delete them, like they'll be so buried in just tweet on top of tweet that like nobody will ever be able to go back far enough to find them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless he switches back, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, 
That was I, I liked that tweet. That was a good tweet. All right. This is from two days later. Uh-oh. It's from August 4th. And it is a picture. BSV to the moon. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in BSV. <laughs> it is a picture of uh, you, I think, your hand at Me. least, uh, holding a Bloody Mary with a oh, yeah. with a plate of what looks to be king crab uh no it's yep. hard, yeah hard shell crab hard shell yeah. crab um and there's a lot to there's a you, you wouldn't think <laughs> there's a lot to really you know uh, unpack unpack with this picture because the, you're holding a bloody mary yeah below that is another drink that and, is a nice coffee and on the table is a third drink what is, um, what is that on the I, table? I don't know. It, it looks like a, maybe like a half, maybe a half a rum and coke. Uh, maybe just some cola. <laughs> I'm not sure. There's a lot of drinking happening here and a big old plate of crab. Um, and so the caption for this picture uh, is, Neighbor just brought me over hard shell crabs and a Bloody Mary. What a gem. Now, for those of you new listeners... Uh, Bunchu has just moved. Uh, this is you've been in your new place for what? A couple of weeks? Uh, a month? It's actually been it's actually been a couple of months now. Has it it been, was really we moved Memorial or late yeah Memorial Day weekend. I always get those mixed up. Uh, yeah, we moved Memorial Day weekend. Wow. Okay. So jeez, yep. time flies when you're having fun. No kidding. Regardless, um, I have lived in my current address for the last eleven years. Yeah, uh, I've moved. I've moved six times in the last or since 2011 that's too much basically every two years 18 months so never has a neighbor <laughs> brought me food and drink um i've developed a, a a persona where my neighbors are terrified of me uh they wouldn't even think even if they were grilling or or smoking food or what have you, uh, they would never even dream of bringing me food uh, because that's the terror I bring to my community. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, so is this, uh, my question, I guess, is uh, are, you, are you friendly with, the, with all your neighbors? Is this just a, a friendly neighbor uh, kind of welcoming, welcoming you to the neighborhood? Uh, has there, have there been many interactions? I got to know. I got to know what's so, happening here. Uh, so my neighbor is an older gentleman. He's probably in his late sixties. Mm -hmm. His name is Ray. Shout out Ray. Um, shout out Ray. Good dude. And the way our apartment is set up now, it's like you, we kind of, we live above Ray and, but we have stairs that come down and we have like a patio out there. So you can see in that picture that there's the rocking chair. So like that's our front patio and we kind of share that patio with Ray. So we sit outside a lot and he has to kind of pass us if we're sitting outside any time. So um, anytime he leaves to go out or whatever. So since we moved in, you know, we've chatted with him a bunch. Um, he went to the same college as me and mm -hmm. is a huge college football fan as am i so we've kind of penn state 
Yep, <laughs> we've struck up <laughs> a, a pretty quick relationship. Uh, we frequent the same uh, restaurants in town here that has a, uh, so we've shared a beer or two as well. And this particular day, uh, we, my fiance and I were sitting outside and we were having coffee. So her drink that is on the table is actually a black espresso. Okay, all right. The drink that's on the floor is an iced coffee. Okay. And that's what we were drinking when he got home. He had gone out golfing with a buddy of his, and they came home, and they were saying hi to us, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I guess there's this truck, like a seafood truck, that comes into town every every so often. Mm-hmm. And they went and bought like a dozen or two dozen of these hard-shell crabs, and he's like, oh, he's like, do you guys like crabs? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he he goes, oh, I got something for you. He walks out with this giant plate of crabs. And now I'm sitting there just eating crabs. And then the two of them come out and they have Bloody Marys. And he goes, oh, Joe, like, I, let, me, <laughs> let me give you all these. Let me give you a Bloody Mary too. So he then made us two Bloody Marys. And so we're sitting there and just our whole day changed. <laughs> like everything we were doing that day changed. It just got flipped on its head. We're now eating crabs, drinking Bloody Marys instead of enjoying coffee on the porch. So shout out, Ray. Shout out to Ray. All right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. So um, I'm going to cut that uh, segment short because I feel like we should get to the next segment. Yeah, because that one takes a little longer. But yeah, those were good. Those were good. Those, I, I I was very enamored with both of the both of those tweets of yours. So uh, good good job tweeting. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't tweet as often as you, but I I put some. I, I like tweet when I think something would be good. You know. Yep. I mean? Quality so. quality timeline you have. All right. What do we call this segment? The last time you. Okay. Something. I don't know. All right. The last time you. I'm going to go first because it, uh, my first one was, is kind of related to my tweet here. All right. Um, I told you I was on the Cape this weekend and, you know, great place for seafood. Yeah. And I had a goal of seeing how many lobster rolls I could eat in the course of the four days I was there. What's a lobster roll? Okay, so here you go. That's this going to go to my question. So, a lobster roll is essentially, I think it's it's kind of a New England thing. Okay. Um, I think I know sure what it is. If they have them in other places. I feel like but, I've seen them at McDonald's once in a while. Does that make oh sense? God, that would be a terrible thing <laughs> to have. Do you guys not have? It's basically like a lobster. No, we probably do. I just would never get it. No, I don't think I've ever gotten it. (laughs) Um, It's like a lobster sandwich, except it's in like a... Like a mayonnaise or something? Yeah, there's two ways you can have it. You can have a hot lobster roll, which I guess is like they call like a Connecticut lobster roll. Okay. And the traditional Massachusetts style has like a mayonnaise and it's served cold and it's on like a kind of like a hot dog bun. Okay. All right. So my question was, when when was the last time you've had lobster? And because I guess I know the answer that you haven't had lobster roll. I don't think I've had a lot. I I don't think I've had a lobster roll. The last lobster I had was when I was in Vegas uh, earlier this year. Um, I befriended the head chef of one of the restaurants there and he hooked me up with like, you know, steak and lobster. You made a friend? Yeah, I know. What when I'm working, it's a whole different persona. Like when I ah. when I'm in the real world uh, and having to do my real job, uh, it's a hundred percent. It's a whole other person. Um, so the, the, that person would get 
you know the shit kicked out of him by the by me in real life if i ever met myself uh <laughs> but yes i'm very friendly and very amicable um when i'm working and yeah i befriended I, I i ended up inadvertently befriending the head chef of a restaurant in vegas and he hooked me uh, he hooked me up big time um so yeah his name was ice and he works at uh treasure oh, Island. so shout out, shout out to ice <laughs> yeah so that was the last time i had lobster it was quite good fantastic all right your turn yeah um so going on what i was saying earlier today on how i'm fat and i gotta lose some weight um i told you i logged in some of my food after lunch um it's because after lunch i decided to go for a jog um i immediately regretted my decision so i went jogging for about 45 minutes uh you know how did you how one how far did you go so two two how did you feel after so a couple of things. So I, you know, I haven't done much exercise in, in a while, uh, you know, as far as jogging or, you know, sports or anything like that, probably a good three, four months. So um, I, it, it was jogging and walking, but intermittently going between both. Uh, so I'll be honest there. I felt great afterwards. I probably did about, uh, I'm trying to convert uh, maybe three miles. Well, that's pretty good for your first yeah. time in four months. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how long it took you. You said 45 minutes? That's yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's I thought that was pretty good. For your four months. Yeah. You um, know, that's a little over, a, that's like a 12-minute mile. I felt terrific. Um, so, yeah, if, if afterwards, um, yeah, I felt great. Took a shower. It was, it, was, it was awesome. So now I feel like a million bucks. Uh, you know, skipping meals, jogging. I'm going to be an <laughs> Adonis in, in no time. <laughs> so when was the last time you went jogging is my question. Okay, so it's been a long time because I'm not much of a jogger outdoors. Like I'll go to the gym. Right. And if I'm at the gym, I'm using the elliptical versus the over the treadmill. Okay. So if I'm counting that, yeah, we'll count that. You know, that's like your cardio workout. Sure. I'm still doing, you know, three miles on that or whatever. Um, that was probably about four four weeks ago. That's not too now. bad. That's no, not too because bad. We remember I went on that like crash. Yeah, you're also uh, getting married like soon. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I was I was in full like weight loss mode. I hear you. And part of that was like a competition versus. Uh, one of my buddies, so we were going hard at the gym all the time. So excellent. Um, that was about four weeks ago. That's not, not too bad. That bad. Yeah. Not embarrassing amount like me. So that's no, good. no, no. Well, before <laughs> that, it was probably four or five months before that. All right, but, good. Um, I like how right. I'm working on my beach body in uh, mid-August. In, in August. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, okay, good lead-in. Uh, part of what we did on Cape Cod this weekend was went to the beach. When was the last time you went to the beach? Oh, um, I'm actually surrounded by a ton of beaches. Um, I was, lake beaches? Yeah, like great, yeah. great lake beaches are a little different than your, you know, your regular beaches. They're basically oceans. Um, so it's right, white sands, exactly. clear water. Uh, the only difference is it's not salt water and there's no like sharks that are going to eat you. Um, so, you know, people that know what I'm talking about, uh, maybe like in Michigan or I don't know. I don't know where else you'd be. Michigan, kind of northern Michigan's got some nice beaches. Um, but yeah, I, I go to the beach. I was, my family went today, uh, maybe a lot, uh, two weeks ago I was at the beach, I think, uh, was the last time I was there. 
I'm a big I'm a big wow. beach fan. You're a big beach guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah we go to the beach a lot. Nice. It's yeah, I, I got. I, I think hadn't I'm... been to the. I hadn't been to the beach in a while. So before this, the last time I went to the beach and was in the ocean was three years ago. Oh, really? The last time I was yeah. in the ocean was probably the last. Yeah, it was. I was uh, Mex- maybe two years ago when I was in Mexico. Okay. Yeah, yep. that was the last time I'll I was be, in the ocean. I'll be in Mexico for my honeymoon. Nice. By the time this comes out, which would be the thirteenth. It will be exactly one month until my wedding. That's exciting. Yeah, crazy. That's awesome. That's still too much to do. All right, here's one for you now. Okay. So, still in food, we're gonna talk about some food. Um, you know, having kids, you're gonna find out as you, uh, if if and when you have kids, they are in some cases very picky eaters. Um, I feel like my kids get it from me. Um, as I've gotten older, I've my palate has developed and I eat lots of things, but there are still a couple of things that I have trouble with. Uh, mushrooms being one of them. Mm. Um, my wife loves them. Um, so I've been making a concerted effort to try to eat so them. You eat like the child. I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I used to eat like a child. There's like two things that I, mushrooms is a tough one for me. I couldn't wrap my head around like fungus. Is it the texture? I think it's just that it's a fungus. But like cheese is kind of is a bacteria. Like. Yeah, I don't know. There's some cheese is delicious. First well, of all, I know that's what I mean. Like, um, you know. I'm getting around it. Um, my wife or says like yogurt is. Yeah, no, I hear you. But like fungus is like yeah, you know, it's a different thing in my head at least. Um, shout out to fungus. Yeah, shout out to fungus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I, I've been. You got to eat something. My wife says you got to eat something like fifteen times to develop the palate or something. Interesting. So, um, I had some mushrooms for dinner last night, in uh, and and you know, it was it was it was fine. It was okay. Are you gonna I, ask me when the last time I had mushrooms was? When no, uh, when was the last time you ate something you hated? Oh, see, I'm kind of. This is interesting. Well, actually, it was probably on that diet. For a loved one, I guess, too. Like, yeah, that was my it was, reason. It was when we were on this diet. It was no carbs, no dairy, no uh, sugar. Mm-hmm. So when we were doing the diet, we would have vegetables with every meal. Right. And I do not like kale. I think it's gross. And I had a lot of kale meals during that month. And I can't stand it. And... It was just easy to do with everything, and I just hated it, but I took it like a champ and ate my dang kale, and that was, so that would have been uh, the month of June to July is when I ate something I absolutely hated. Kale, I, I'm not opposed to kale. Uh, we grow some in the garden. Uh, See, I like spinach. I won't. Yeah, I spinach is good. Kale. See, I like spinach, but I won't. Kale does kale. have like a... a it's it's got a taste to it. Yeah, and I like don't like the texture of it sometimes. I don't I don't know. What, I, I hear you. What it is. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. All right. My last one. Yeah. What do you got? Is I actually just mentioned it. All of our <laughs> all of our things have gone food really nicely together oh. today. <laughs> uh, I just mentioned it will be one month until my wedding tomorrow. So or when this comes out. So actually today, uh, September thirteenth. Mm-hmm. And when was the last time you went to a wedding? Well, the last time I went to a wedding was, hmm, like in my, you know, you're probably going through right now. Like there's a time in your life where you just do nothing but weddings, uh, like over the course of a summer. Um, that was last year. Yeah. I, like, I went to six. I was in the five. worst. 
Yeah, I was I, fucking broke after. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, it's anyways. Yeah, um, I, I think it's been a while. Like, I feel like I haven't been to a wedding in like three years, maybe. Mm. Wow. Wow. I mean, okay, people so that are was a good. That was a good question. Yeah, people aren't breaking down their doors to invite me to their wedding though either. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I if you didn't have to cross uh, intercon or intercountry lines, yeah. uh, you would have been invited to mine. I appreciate so. that. Thank you. Because I did actually, I did extend you the invite. You did, and you know, I graciously, full well, you probably I graciously weren't declined. going to be able to come, but I couldn't not invite you. you I appreciate I mean? that. No, yes. that's all right. You're like literally one of the closest friends I have now. Uh, my, <laughs> <laughs> my wife was saying, oh. Um, she got a text from one of our other friends, like the one that to come over this week, like the, in, in this next weekend. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. So I probably haven't seen him since I think he, they came over for New Year's, like New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't seen him in, you know, six months, uh, at least seven months. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we're, uh, yeah, I'm not the greatest friend. So here we are. <laughs> there you go. You All got right. One more? Last but not least, I feel I should throw in a crypto uh, crypto one in here um look at us we're hitting all segments on our uh yeah <laughs> exactly. responsibilities except real life wrecked so um i went to bed uh the other night and i forgot to put a stop loss in and mm. it took a chunk out of me uh, <laughs> when was the last time you didn't use a stop loss so it's interesting there's a lot of i actually have a trade going on as we speak that I have no stop loss set on. Really? Yes. And you know, I have been a proponent of using them mm -hmm. because I find if you're doing it correctly, and if you should be able to take a pretty, you know, tight stop and be right because you want to protect your capital. Sure, absolutely. Uh, however, this happened to me the other day where I wasn't monitoring this correctly. And I entered the trade. I was kicking ass on the trade. And I'm like, okay, I like where I am. I didn't want to move my stop to break even. So I just took it away. I was like, it's not going to go down and, and really mess with it. Because I was up like 500 bucks on the trade from where I entered. Okay. And then when I'm looking at the chart right now, this was literally Saturday. It fell off a cliff. And it went from you know 1900 here all the way down to ele uh sorry to 11900 all the way to 112 yeah so that's my, where i got hit <laughs> i right yeah well me too so but i stayed in the trade so i just stayed in it so i am slightly underwater at the moment i think my entry was right around 115 okay so i'm like right there so I could put the stop loss on now if I wanted to, but I kind of like the way it looks. So as far as high time frame, and yep. I like the way it's held. So I just, I've been still riding no stop loss. So, All right. Well, yeah. Uh, they, there, and there's been, if we're, if we're just trading BTC, there've been a couple of like uh, little wicks down that have, I'm sure yes. triggered some stops too. So for um, sure. Yeah. Not, there's not a big one last night. Yeah. Uh, Went, went to like from, eleven one or something like that. Yeah, went yeah. to eleven, eleven one thirty one. Yeah, and yeah, so that was a nice little stop run. But it bounced, it recovered nicely all the way up to sixteen twenty ish, or so eleven six twenty, and then that it closed above that. That's why I didn't do it because it closed the week 
above that 1550 where I had marked down on our. So are you long? You're long. Yes. I'm, I'm long short. I'm short. Oh, right you now. are. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, wrecked. Uh, we got the wrecked trade battle going on. Yeah. You're, you like on a high time frame. I think I, I think I like the long better, but you're beating me depending on what your entry is. I guess. But, yeah, I think we're. I th- I don't know. I think they're. Well, who the fuck? Uh, what do I know? I have like a weekly. I have a weekly. I think ten nine resistance. is. I think ten nine is in the coming in the in, See, the in the future. That's what I'm worried about. I have ten nine seven three marked out on my chart. Yeah, I got ten eight and nine two. And I also two. have eleven four eighty five as like a weekly resistance. Yep. So we're under that now, and so you're probably looking a little better. But on the high time frame. We closed the weekly above that 1500. So I'm like, okay, I still kind of like where I am if I let this ride, which is why I took continue to leave it with no stop. Yeah. See, I, took- I also have this order block. I also have an order block uh, booked out at uh, 11,341. And it's held that pretty tight, except for those wicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Look at us talking <laughs> trades. I know. I don't know if we've ever done that. Wow. <laughs> Look at us. We are Couple, hey, we, like Brian and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, <laughs> You're my Brian. new Twitter name is going to be at uh, Carpe Fucked Up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Because I'm going to fuck up every trade I do. So that's my problem is I am having trouble. Like, my, I'm doing good on entries, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not setting targets and taking profit when I should and then the trade ends up going against I'm me just fishing for green dil- green and red dildos that's all I'm yeah and I have been bad at that because I haven't monitored them as monitored them as well as I should have so that's my number one weakness in trading at the current moment so yeah mine's probably just always continuing to be in trades you know what I mean yeah I'll take profit well, and then I'll immediately get in again yeah. and yep. try to figure you know what I mean it's, it's hey too- but uh my brother actually my my brother got this from my dad, I'm sure, or he got it from somebody else. But my brother always tells me nobody went broke taking a profit. No, that's 100% accurate. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and that is financial advice. <laughs> uh, we wrapping up here? I feel good about it. Anything else? I, look, we started the show with no hashtag no crypto. And <laughs> uh, we ended talking quite a bit and even some trading. You know what I mean? Look at us. I know. Oh, consummate professional. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Anything else? Nothing from me. Cool. Uh, check out, just check us out. Whatever. Yeah. You know where to find us. Uh, thank yeah. you for everybody, uh, you know, giving their five-star reviews. I was just going to say that shout out to that guy that gave a review because he said we yell at them at every every opportunity yes. to leave five-star reviews. We really appreciate it. So leave more five-star reviews. Oh, man. All right, man. Uh Until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice.